This is about space. America's return to space with news and information on America's space program. From the Florida World Headquarters is your host about space, David Denault. Welcome and thanks for joining me today. The Orion spacecraft continues its mission orbiting the moon for the first time since Apollo 17 in 1972. And as we reported during the Artemis launch, the ground shook. It was like daylight and the blast was almost deafening at one point and we could feel the, the sound waves hitting our body. But that's nothing compared to the damages the world's most powerful rocket did to its launch tower. More with Mike Serafin, Artemis Mission Manager, with a damage report. Next, as America and the world is listening to About Space Today. Come to the land of orange groves and palm trees. Come to the land of theme parks. Come to the land of sunny beaches and the azure waters of the Atlantic Ocean. So come and visit Florida for lasting memories. Email us. Email david.ddcruiseandtours at gmail.com or call DD Cruise and Tours at 877 747 8631 for your next family, cruise, or theme park vacation. Let us provide you your next visit with our travel experience, not experimentation. We are members of IATAN and CLIA. Email david.ddcruiseandtours at gmail.com. Serving the Southeast, traveler since 1985. Welcome back. NASA's post-launch report on the damages to the launch tower and platform were not that severe. Here's mission manager Mike Serafin. Uh, the damage that we did see uh, pertained to uh, really just a couple of areas um, on the zero deck. Uh, we have exhaust that comes out of the solid boosters that is right at 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, and uh, we had a large amount of water come out of the water birds and the uh, water sound suppression system to, to keep the, the deck protected. You can see here that the uh, water sound suppression uh, did a great job with the exception of right around the edges of the flame trench. Uh, if we, there's our elevator doors. Um, the uh, elevator system is uh, not functioning right now. Uh, we, uh, we had the world's most powerful rocket and in, in, in the pressure uh, basically blow the doors off of our elevators. Um, this is why it took a little longer uh, to inspect the, uh, the mobile launcher. Uh, is a very tall structure and right now the elevators are inoperable and we need to get those back into service. Um, again, that said, we did um, a thorough inspection of the mobile launcher and it is it has passed there the only items that are noteworthy of damage are the ones that that uh, I've, I've shown you there we did have two cameras out we also did have um, some damage to uh, pneumatic lines associated with uh, gaseous nitrogen and gaseous, gaseous helium and um, that in turn caused the uh, oxygen sensors on the pad to show that there were low oxygen readings until we got the uh, until we got the uh, leaks in the pneumatic lines isolated, which is why it took a little longer to gain access out of the pad. Um, in terms of, uh, did we find any flight items? You don't want to find flight items at the, at the pad, right? Uh, in terms of, did we find flight items? We found two. 
the first was uh, the booster throat, throat plug material, which uh, is purposefully um, uh, expelled from the throat of each booster uh, at liftoff when, when the boosters ignite. Uh, and we did find that in the pad perimeter. Um, we did need a little bit of time to map that out. That is a very normal thing, finding the blue booster throat plug material. And then we did find one piece of the um, the uh, 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 RTV material from the Orion spacecraft. It is unclear whether that was actually liberated during launch or whether that was uh, released during the during the hurricane. Uh, but it was found on the infield. So. Overall, uh, again, a very clean uh, system. The, uh, the exploration ground systems uh, exceeded our performance. We did have a little bit of damage, and the, and the mobile launcher will be ready to support um, uh, Artemis II, and we had accounted for that. In just 12 days from now, the Orion spacecraft will blaze its way through the atmosphere at 24,500 miles an hour, with a splashdown off the coast from the San Diego Naval Base on Sunday, December 11th at 12.40 p.m. About Space will provide live coverage of the splashdown beginning at 12.15 p.m. Eastern Time on its YouTube channel. Make a note. It's tinyurl.com backslash aboutspacetodayyt. Once again, that's tinyurl.com backslash aboutspacetodayyt. We hope that you will join Don Meyer and me, David Denall, for Splashdown of the Orion on Sunday, December 11th at 12.15 p.m. Eastern Time. And be sure to check our Facebook page, aboutspace.today, for launches and landings, and invite your family and friends to listen weekly. And join Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor, this Friday for America in Space. And to all our listeners around the globe and here in the U.S., thanks for joining me. I'm David Denault, and this has been About Space Today.